welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. Hi, welcome to our new series, Grave Topics. This is where we're going to dive in deeper into the funeral industry and questions that you might have about the funeral industry. My name is Brian, and I am the managing partner and co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home here in Newport, Oregon. Welcome. We're going to be talking about some things that I think you might be interested in. Now, if this is not a good time for you, please make sure that you save us so that you can find it on your timeline again. If you are going to watch this and you think, hey, you know, one of my family members or friends might need to watch some of this, please shoot them, shoot us that direction so that way they can find us. Also, please like us if you like us. Today, we're going to be talking about burial services and the different types of things that can happen with burial services. Now, if this, if you're thinking about cremation and you missed the, the other part in our series, we have a three-part series. Our second in the series is talking about cremation services. So hop on over to that one and take a look at that where we also talk about what you can do with cremated remains. But today we're talking about burial, which by definition, it means the whole body. Um, If you're in a plane wreck and you only found parts and pieces, it means those parts and pieces. But that's really what it means. You are gonna take a human body and you are gonna place them in the ground, or you're gonna place them above ground in a crypt, or you're gonna go out to sea and you're gonna bury bury out at sea. And those are what is defined as being a burial. But if you're not in our industry, a lot of times you hear another bunch of different buzzwords like immediate burial or direct burial. And what does that mean? So let's talk about first, what is immediate burial or direct burial? And that they're used interchangeably. What does immediate burial and direct burial mean? What the definition of what it means is that you're going to take a person, they're going to be placed in some sort of a container, like a casket. It can be a fancy casket or it can be a plywood box, doesn't matter but they're going to take that person, place them in that container, and they're going to go to a cemetery or some place to be buried. When it says immediate, it doesn't mean that they're going to immediately, as soon as that person dies, they go in a box, they go into a container, and they go immediately to a cemetery. And that's done within 24 hours or something. That's not what it means. And a lot of people get confused on that because I've had phone calls where the loved one calls up and says, did you bury him yet? I'm like, well, we just picked him up last night. (laughs) It doesn't mean immediate in that sense. But what it does, because there needs to be permits and all kinds of things that take place. But what it does mean, it means that there's not going to be any delay longer than necessary for a viewing, for a service, for a memorial service, a three-day wake, 
those types of things. What it means is there's no viewing. There's nothing that's going to take place like a rosary service or prayer service or anything ahead of time. What's going to happen is, is as soon as we have permits and as soon as we have a you know doctor that's willing to sign a death certificate, as soon as the cemetery can do it, because that's important to remember, it's not just the funeral home dealing with it. Now, if the funeral home owns the cemetery as well, generally it's managed in two separate, you know, two different people managing them. Um, and so there is still some coordination going on. But as soon as the cemetery can accommodate the wishes of the family as well. So the cemetery has to have talked with the family of some sort, uh, know that there's documentation of some sort that there's property owned. Then they coordinate with somebody either outside the cemetery, especially if it's a smaller cemetery or whoever digs for the cemetery to actually go out, mark, dig the ground. Then they're either placed in the ground with no outer burial container or they're placed in the ground with an outer burial container, depending on what the cemetery requires. There's all those little steps that people you know, that are not in the industry that they forget about. And there's these, especially when it comes to costs, if somebody hasn't paid for anything and now you're going to do the burial, it's, it can be pretty um, eye-opening at how much there is there that has to take place. But immediate burial, again, means, or direct burial means that there's no viewing, no services of any sort ahead of time, and they go, and as soon as the cemetery can do it, this the funeral home will go and they de deliver only the casket to the cemetery and then they place it in the ground. And there's no family members there witnessing or saying prayers or having a graveside service or anything else. Uh, that was not what was paid for because otherwise then the funeral home is still there and they're still waiting. The cemetery is there. There's the priest, there's the chaplain, there's the, you know, the, the whoever's officiating, all that kind of stuff is there. So then there's coordination that is involved there. That's why it's called immediate or direct burial. Okay. So what else can happen? Well, you can still have um, what would almost be considered an immediate burial where there's no graveside service or memorial service, but you're having a visitation. So you can actually have a viewing slash visitation at a time where the person can be embalmed or unembalmed. It's not required to do embalming, and that's a whole other topic, but it's not required to do an embalming if you're having a small private viewing with family members. Now, if you're going to have a larger gathering, that type of thing, if, if the person died from a communicable disease, that type of thing. So there's other things that go involved and the funeral home will help you with that. But if you're just doing a small little family gathering, uh, it's not required. Um, but you can have the viewing in the casket or out of the casket and they can always put them in the casket later. There's lots of different things you can do with that. You can have prayers, you can say your goodbyes, you can have a pastor there that says some prayers, you know, um, that type of a thing. Uh, that can be done and then the funeral home just takes them the next day or the same day to the graveside and nobody else has to go to the, the grave at all, the cemetery at all. 
And that's also generally has different pricing involved in that type of thing. You can have a memorial service. So you can have an immediate burial or a direct burial where the body is, is immediately where the person is placed in a casket and goes to the cemetery and the funeral home in the cemetery work that all out. And then the family separately just has their own memorial service that they do on their own at their own church or down at a pizza pub, you know, and they have a, you know, a gathering and a celebration of life there. So they can have a memorial service. And again, memorial services is the definition of the body is not present. Okay. Um, or an urn is present, but again, the body isn't present. There's an urn. Okay. So that's what a memorial service is. Conversely, a traditional funeral is when the body is present and there's going to be, you know, that type of thing taking place. So, so yes, you can do just a graveside service, which means you could have a viewing and a graveside service, or you don't even, you can skip the whole viewing part, especially, you know, when my mom passed away, she was like, nobody wants to see me and I don't want anybody seeing me when I'm dead. So there was no viewing. Okay. When she passed away, uh, she's like, I don't want anybody looking at me, you know, that type of thing. So you can have just the graveside service. So the funeral home then would take the casket and would coordinate with the cemetery uh, or the location of where they're going to be buried. They would get all that coordination done. Then they would bring the casket most of the time in a hearse, but you don't have to have a hearse. You might even ask if they can bring it in a van. And most likely there's going to be a difference in cost because a service van is going to be less expensive than bringing a hearse. But you go to the cemetery, and when you arrive, they take the casket out. They take it and carry it to the side of the grave. They either place it on a lowering device or they set it right next to the grave, and then they use straps to lower it depending on what's going on. And you can have a graveside service right there. And I'll tell you, some of the most beautiful services I've ever attended were at the graveside. You had beautiful weather. It was beautiful. And I was right there at the graveside. It can last anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. If it goes longer than an hour at a graveside, it's probably too long. But again, the family members are the ones that are dictating what's going to happen. But you could even tell stories. You can have prayers. You can sing songs. You can read scriptures. You can do all those things at the graveside. And then you go, and that person goes into the ground and then it's covered. And then maybe everybody will go down to the pizza and pub, you know, afterwards or go to somebody's home for a gathering. So those are all things that can be done. Uh, we talked briefly, a traditional service is where you might have a viewing at the church. You might even have the viewing at the church on one night or one day. And then the next day, come back to the church to have the actual service. You may have uh, a rosary at the funeral home or at the church. And then when that's done, you go in and you have a traditional service in the chapel. Uh, if you're LDS, you would have a viewing in the Relief Society room. Mormon, if you're not sure what LDS stands for. If you're Mormon and you have a, at the Relief Society room is where they would have a viewing. Then the casket would come out, go into the chapel, have a full chapel service and then go to the graveside 
and have a little another short prayer service and dedication of a grave at the cemetery and then lower them. So those are all the things that that's more of your traditional service, caskets open, caskets then closed, that type of thing, open and closed. I mean, you might even have it in the chapel, open the casket in the chapel. Everybody will file through and come through and go out the other way. Those that don't want to watch can, or want to see them can go out the back doors and then do a final and then the closing of the casket, lock it and then take it to the grave. So those are all different things that you can do. Celebration of life, you can do it with or you, know, you can have the casket. You can do everything that we talked about, except instead of having a traditional service in a chapel, we've even taken, you know, a casket to a location uh, to a, um, a like the Embarcadero. We've gone into where they rented this big old room. We had the casket there. Um it was, they could look at the beautiful bay, do our, do a celebration of life there. The wine's flowing, you know, everything's going there. Stories are being told, videos are being shown, all that kind of stuff. And it was, it was a great opportunity to celebrate somebody's life and to honor that person. So hopefully this is helping you know all the different things that you can do, the difference between a memorial service and a funeral. Um, visitations that can happen before, after, during, you know. I do want to bring up one point. It's very, it's generally not acceptable to have a viewing at a cemetery. Um, I've been to some. They're rare. Um, but we have to check with the cemetery rules. Um, I'm not going to give you, give you a percentage, but I know here in my county, that uh, most cemeteries do not want an open casket at the cemetery. Um, so those are just some things to keep in mind. If you are planning on doing a viewing, check with the cemetery, check with the funeral home. Those normally do not happen there. One other quick thing that I forgot to mention, and this can happen for both burial and for cremation, military honors can be done both burial and cremation. Um, Masonic, elk, uh, the elks, they can do their ceremonies, both burial and cremation. Funeral masses, burial and cremation. Um, those are some different things that you can do that you can incorporate into your services. Uh, if the person was a public servant, like a fireman or a policeman, that type of thing, those can be worked in. If they were in the military, you can work them both in. Um, I've had it to where we had a person that was had been a Marine, had retired from the Air Force, and was a fireman. And so for literally like 25 minutes <laughs> we, we, at that service, we had the Marines, the, the first Marines came in and did their thing. Uh, we had the Air Force unloading the casket from the hearse and took it over to the to to the the uh, uh, annex where we were doing the service. Uh, the Marines did their thing. I think I mentioned that already. Then we had the final bell and a truck and ladder, you know, for the fire department. And then we finally got into the last part of it. But it was like 15 minutes worth of military that type of thing. Um, we had a person who was a letter carrier. We invited the union to send somebody down 
uh, to wear the old traditional letter carrier with the strap across, you know, the and the bag on the hip. We did that. Um, you can incorporate any of those things to honor the person. That's the bottom line. Is if if it's appropriate for the person that passed away to honor their life, if it's appropriate to the family that you do that, then I'm going to say generally it's going to be okay and can be done. Okay. Thank you very much for watching. If you have any questions or comments, please comment down below. Please forward this to family members or friends that might need this. Make sure you take a look at the other two episodes in this series of three. So I guess it's called a trilogy. And uh, make sure you watch those. Make sure you like us. Thank you for watching.